and welcome to the Power Switch, gaming's call-in talk radio show. My name is Peter Spasia, and this is the E3 Microsoft episode for E3 2017. It is June 11th, 2017. It is 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We're coming off right off the heels of that one-hour, 45-minute conference. It was a monster here, for sure. Joined by Scott White and Hello. Greg Montique from DashingNerds.com. Uh, thank you guys for joining me today. Greg, I mean, you, you called into the EA show yesterday. You were in the area. You decided to join us today here for Microsoft. Really appreciate it. I liked it so much that I just had to come down. Just just had yeah. to had to get yourself involved. And Scott, you know, we're staying here, here. For, staying here for the weekend. You're, <laughs> you, know, just, you, know, you know how it works. So, uh, Microsoft, we've got a lot to kind of get through. And for EA yesterday, we had eight games. It was easy to kind of break down one by one. But... There was a lot for Microsoft. Forty-two, so, yeah, 42. forty-two games. Clearly, the optimal number, the you know, the answer to life, the universe, and everything. <laughs> um, yeah, lots of things to get through. So we'll start right off with Project Scorpio, not being called Xbox Scorpio, no, as some leaks ahead of advance were, were oh, saying. Oh, Canadian Best Buy, you <laughs> sly devils! And they continue to be wrong. It seems. Come on, Canada. Xbox One X. Uh, the name that a lot of people, myself included, were kind of leaning towards when we were doing you know, predictions of things. It seemed to make a lot of sense. And if you think about it, it makes sense from a branding perspective, I think. It's, it's still an Xbox One. Yep. Right. At the end of the day, it's an Xbox One. And you had Xbox One S last, last year. Uh, you kind of had that corny XBOX kind of mm-hmm. framing yeah. it that kind of continues. Um, I think that's the right name. You know, Xbox Scorpio would have been an interesting one to live with, but... You know that's that's the right name. November seventh, the launch date. Yes. Uh, let's, let's we're gonna get through things really quickly here. So let's start Forza Motorsport Seven. They brought a Porsche 911 GT2 RS on stage. That's October third. Pretty racing cars. Yeah. Metro mm-hmm. Exodus 2018. Rat punch. Uh, rat, punching rat rats. Punch. Punching Metro rat rats. punch. <laughs> looks good. That look looks really good. Uh, we're gonna get more into depth obviously later, but we just gotta. There's so much to get through, so we gotta burn through it here. Assassin's Creed Origins. Interesting they took that away from the Ubisoft stage to Scott show that Luke first. now. It's more RPG-ish, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, kind of Witcher-like, some people are saying, yeah, when they get hands-on gameplay. Looks fun. Uh, October 27th. Drive a bird. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Taking PC, going to console exclusive, it sounds like, for yeah, now. Yep. Given that uh, Hunger Games Battle Royale kind of gameplay. Uh, says exclusive later this year. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic. This was the... Kind dwarf of, mining Dwarf cave mining co-op. Th- 3D thing. Spelunky... Kind of, you know, four-player gameplay. Torbjorn's Adventures. Okay, Torbjorn. <laughs> Torbjorn. Long trailer for State of Decay 2. That yes. is spring 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, good to see that there at least, but, you know, a, a next year kind of game. The Darwin Project. Lots of yelling in the show. Super exciting oh newscaster trying to hype oh, up that this could be an esports. Oh, it oh, looks like Battleborn. Oh, oh, do we have another Battleborn? We don't know. Way too much excitement. <laughs> and I still have no. I wrote no idea. It's <laughs> it's like a arena fighter with heroes. It's like Battleborn. Yep, it sure. looks like Battleborn. Yep. No one cares. No. I mean, it's not as good as Overwatch, so it it doesn't work. <coughs> Minecraft. Big announcement there, uniting the platforms yes. that's this cool. fall. That's a, great, that's a great announcement. I'm hoping this starts other games also do. Yes. Yeah. I was kind of hoping the super-duper graphics pack would be more than still Lights. lighting. Still cubes, but, you know, I guess really, better, really better nice resolution. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Nintendo Switch spotted in a, yeah. in a Microsoft conference. That's yeah. kind of crazy. Hmm. Dragon Ball Fighter oh my God, Z. Oh my God. Yeah, we were, we, were, we were hyped. I that, love Guilty Gear, so this is super exciting. That's the game it has to be. Like, you know, all the, mm-hmm. the Budokais, all the Tenkaichis, 
This is two D fight, two point five D fighters. Now they gotta have a big. I mean, we can talk about it later, but we, they yeah. gotta have a big character right. roster. Like, oh, it, it will. It's gonna be key. It's gonna have the Naruto character rosters. Black Desert. This is the MMORPG. I think it's from the, the Korean, Korean MMORPG. Right. Crazy good, you know, character creator yeah. that was known online for a while. That's coming to console. Okay. Uh, the Last Night, kind of this you know neon sort of cubist sort of style game, pixel art with yeah. like really good lighting and beautiful, it, really cool, very interesting, neat character uh, and sort of style to the world there. The Artful Escape coming it's when a it, trip. <laughs> when he whipped out the guitar. I didn't know what to think. Still I mean, had no idea. Like, wow, I that was I did not expect Eric guitar coming when it's damn well ready. Apparently, yep. Code Vein, this is the anime Dark Souls coming from Bandai, uh, Bandai Namco 2018. I think it was the same announcement trailer that they had previously. Yeah, we, saw it, during we the saw it in Xbox Japanese. Conference. Right. This, so is, this is localized. Same trailer, just... we Okay, so it's officially coming to Xbox. Good good to know. It, it is mm-hmm. being localized. Sea of Thieves, uh, interesting little, little demo there. Early mm-hmm. 2018, though. Again, another slip to 2018, another vague sort of release window but uh, we'll talk about that a little more because you said you've been playing You're some in the Alpha. Thieves, so mm-hmm. that's pretty interesting uh, Steve Gaynor's game Tacoma uh, Makers of Gone Home uh, that's coming August 2nd sooner than later uh, that's that's pretty exciting good to see that and uh, I'll, I'll be looking forward to playing that one mm-hmm. personally um, let's see here not Sup- Conquer <laughs> not <laughs> Conquer oh that was such a tease that was mean. You, you see, you see the red tail pop up, mm-hmm. and you know Lucky's tail was a launch game on Oculus Rift, and that was like playing a platformer in VR. So yep. you get super Lucky's tail here, some added expansion here. I guess the King of Red Lions is a villain now, so that's that's really weird. Um, but you know, good to see that. That's a November seventh launch game for Xbox One mm-hmm. X. Cophead. Cophead Cophead is finally, finally. back. With a date, September 29th. I'm I'm excited. You you see that old art style pop up? It's like yes. Okay. Here it is. And I like yeah. how they made in the trailer. Never they crossed out the never seen before and yeah. just said <laughs> yeah. it's just crossed that out. Making seen fun of themselves. Before. You gotta like right. that kind of you know self referential humor right. there. Oh gosh, what else? We have Crackdown Three with yep. Terry, Terry Crews. Oh man. Uh, Terry Crews edition. Great to see there. If you were paying attention on Twitter, about an hour before the show, Crackdown tweeted out like a, a Terry Crews gif, and people were like, hey, "Are you, are you doing that?" Uh, that's interesting in our, in our rhymeswithasia.com dot uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> com slash call chat. Uh, uh, Matt's pointing out the the Doomfist calls because um, the rumors of you know Terry Crews should be Doomfist for the next character for yeah. Overwatch. Interesting. Uh, November seventh for Crackdown yes. three, so that is a specific release date. I don't know how I'll choose between that and Super Lucky's Tale. Me either. <laughs> it's going to be tough. Um, the idea at Xbox Montage, too many games. Uh, this is where they kind of flushed out their 42 number. Mm-hmm. Uh, you knew it was coming. Like, there's no way they can put 42 no. games unless you have a montage. So, uh, montage. I like Battle Right. I mean, Battle Right, I've heard a lot of good things about. Mm-hmm. So, good to see that coming to console. That's a you know, PC game for a long time. Ashen, the return of Ashen, uh, a game that they showed a couple years ago in this strange yeah, form. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, people with no faces. Amish face. Yeah. No, ha- no fingers either. And no fingers either. Yeah, Mitten good hands point. and Amish face. One of my more exciting announcements personally for the show was Life is Strange Before the Storm. This is the confirmed prequel. We saw art leak on Imgur before, and you know, this is separate from the uh, Life is Strange sequel that Don't Not is making. Uh, this is the Chloe Price and Rachel Amber story three-part First episode starting October 31st. I thought it was August. 
August. You're Epis- right. Episode one. Is it is August thirty first. August. I just, I just can't read on my notes here. So yeah, August thirty first. Even sooner. If it were October thirty first, that would be spooky for Halloween. <laughs> uh, but yeah, three episodes. Uh, looking forward to that. That should be kind of filling in the uh, the story that was kind of lacking as kind of the backstory in the, the like first Life of Strange game. Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, kind of a uh, Shadow, Shadow of War. War. God damn it, Shadow <laughs> of War. It's, it's, it's the same. It's right? the same thing. It's the same They're same in Mordor. Mordor. It's in Mordor. Again, I have War written down. You can't see it, but I just can't read. Apparently, uh, this is fake where- news. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wrong. And 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 these it'll are- be the best orcs ever. The orcs are huge. Best he orcs. And it's featuring uh, Bruce from Bruce. Finding Nemo. Bruce has <laughs> reincarnated as, a as an orc. orc. Mm-hmm. He's no longer a shark. Uh, you know, some people are excited for this game. I'm, I'm okay with it. Like, I, I'm not going to be buying no, it. No, it, it's it looks fun. It's one of these early games to commit. You know, early on we were saying, you know, Project Scorpio going to run best on 4K, etc. So not surprising yeah. to see that there. Ori and the Will of the Wisps leaked early. <laughs> oh, it's Ori so in the deep, deep depression. It's so sad. It's, it's really I'm so sad. Uh, but yeah, another Ori game uh, makes sense when the dead. definitive edition gets marked down on the store. So. We'll see that there. That was another one that leaked early, so yeah. I mean, it would have been that would have been a cool surprise. But oh, yeah. there was talk of an Ori sequel for quite some time. Good to see that there. Uh, Phil gets back on stage in his same shirt, that Player One shirt, with original Xbox games. Uh, he, Exciting. He he brings up Crimson Skies coming later this year. They needed some sort of expansion, and I think that's the way to go. That's a and you got to look at PlayStation on the other side. Like get your backwards compatibility together. Get it mm-hmm. outside of PlayStation now. That service is. I'm sure it's not doing well. It can't be doing well. So you got to get. I I've I've played. I've tried it. I did a trial and it worked great for me. So I mean. But are you, yeah, would you keep paying for it? It's so expensive. I have a lot of. Yeah, the we, we'll we'll talk later. We can, we can talk about it. This is an bash Sony stream. Uh, patches for 4K games, of course. Like that's that's yeah, gonna yeah. happen. And then yeah, the price confirmed four ninety nine. Yep. So it is a premium product. I think it makes a lot of sense at four ninety nine. Especially when you're talking about them teraflops. It couldn't be uh, anymore. Yeah. And then you end the show with Anthem. Oh. Man, Anthem. Anthem hype 2018. Oh my god. It, it looks it looks super good. So Anthem bad for hype. I feel so bad for Destiny right now. It's now granted Destiny 2 comes out later this yeah, year. Yeah. And right. Anthem is, you know, late 2018 right. at best. It looks it looks pretty exciting. Not gonna lie, you can go but, underwater. <laughs> you can fly like underwater. You get Iron Man armor, and oh, it's crazy. It, there's like Horizon robot dinosaur things, mm-hmm. and then real monsters. The, the real question though is like, why? Like, they must have taken a lot to pull that away from EA's conference because man, EA yeah. could have used that badly. And to have that go <laughs> at really the badly. end, yeah, at the end, man, interesting. Maybe that's why there was a half hour of Star Wars. <laughs> Maybe. So no Halo. <coughs> Yep. That's interesting. Obviously, Gears. They're working on the next one. Yep. Um, let's let's talk about our, our highlights of the show. Like what what stood out? Games. It, it. I was very impressed. They had a lot of third party out there. Um, it was very impressive. Just the sheer amount of games. It and it wasn't all shoot shoot shoot. Yep. Muscle guys. You know. It was very. Just it was diverse. Cruise. It, it was a lot of fun. Plus, oh my god, the Dragon Ball game looks so good. Yeah. Which I know is going to be multi-platform, but the first trailer was here, so it's like, oh, it's uh, going to be so good. Great to actually see it in motion as opposed to just, you know, the screenshots. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was so awesome. You didn't have to awesome. wait until tomorrow. It's true. 
It's true. <laughs> I didn't have to wait till tomorrow. I was really excited to see Assassin's Creed Origins. Like that I, looks that looks good. Yeah. But I've been burned by Assassin's Creed before more than once. True. So I'll wait. But it looks like a lot of fun. The taking over your eagle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's that's That'll that's a new. Interesting. That is a definitely a new thing. And we were eagle definitely eagle drone. We were pointing out the Yandu with the controlling the arrow. The right. whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, you have arrow mind control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a bird. Because at first I was thought it was like okay, it's just, it's just a slow mo effect. But then when it was like moving like up and down, it's like <laughs> uh-huh. bullshit. <laughs> I don't know much about ancient Egypt, but I'm pretty sure physics worked the same back then <laughs> yeah. too. How do you think they built the pyramids? Mind control. Aliens. Oh my god. <laughs> um. I was excited with the uh, the amount of exclusives. Mm. Uh, Microsoft mm-hmm. seems to have gotten uh, gotten it together with their "We all want exclusive the exclusive war," which I am very opposed to. But uh, I like the exclusives. They definitely had a lot. I'm I'm still very curious. I like the exclusives, but so many of them are also coming out on PC. Mm, yeah. So it's like, and that goes back to also the. Xbox One X, the XBX yeah. argument is like, okay, so I have a really good PC that can play all these things. Do I need an Xbox One X? And all the first party games are, are the play anywhere, right? Where you have um, both, even yeah. the sense of some of the third party. I think that was interesting that that seemed to be missing. Uh, they kept talking, you know, most powerful mm-hmm. console ever. They're putting out shirts that said, I witnessed the most powerful console ever, whatever. But there was no talk of, well, if you have a PC, play it on PC. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm a, I'm a console gamer, though. I don't play PC. It's nice it's coming out on PC. It's great for the people that are PC gamers. I just right. won't play on PC. I've been mm-hmm. playing on console forever, and no, the oh, exactly. PC game I play is World of Warcraft. All, the good, like, all these exclusives and everything, though, because they're also on PC, it's like there's no reason for PC players to get a console to play... And I don't think they're trying to. No, but I think it would be smart for Xbox to try and get. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, Microsoft also owns, I mean, their PC, so. True. Right. So, I mean, with Xbox One X being 4K, of course, a good PC can also play games in 4K. Let's be be real here. Um, Like, is that a big difference? I know they they mentioned those super sampling for the 1080p Mm -hmm. screens. I mean, for those of us that don't have a 4K screen, like... I, I have a good gaming PC, yeah, and I have an Xbox mm-hmm. One, a launch one to be serviceable. Like I'm, I'm not seeing myself at 4.99 to be like, yep, gotta have it. Now, right. if if my Xbox mm-hmm. One, I mean, if my launch Xbox One were to break down, tempting, maybe I'd still just go with the the more yeah, I would still go with the S because until yeah. I get a 4K TV, I'm not. It's like I don't need that. I don't have a PS4 Pro. I don't see the need for that one either until. I have a 4K TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do have a 4K. I TV. know you have a very nice. I was <laughs> so there when you picked. I it will up. be buying it. Okay, it is my day one purchase. All right, and yeah, you're you're definitely yeah. excited going in. So, yeah. uh, from that perspective, as someone who had the had the uh, the Scorpio boner, yeah. as it were, as you I mentioned did. yesterday, like it, it lived up to your expectations. I take it. Or? From from what I've seen, I I want to see more stuff play on it. I mm. want to see... Okay, so Anthem, they said, was in-game footage and, and so was Assassin's Creed, but I want to see... I, I just want to see more. Right. Show me everything that's running 4K60. Mm. 
Um, and if it is even 4K60, mm -hmm. it might just yeah. be 4K30. Yeah, I mean, which is still fine, fine but yeah. I, I, I need to see more on it. I'm super pumped that it's not a gigantic system. It's um, so small. Oh, yeah. How do we miss that? It's super It's smaller small. than the S. That's crazy. Yeah, which it is, is it, the size is inc incredibly impressive. Yeah, so you take the S, which is already small, and it looks like it's maybe half the height of it. Mm -hmm. And it's like when they went from PS the PS2 to the PS2 Slim, like mm -hmm. the oh, yeah. size difference. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty so. wild. Uh, any other big games that kind of caught your eye? Um, Ori looks... I'm, I'm excited about Ori. <laughs> Anthem was fantastic. Uh, I think this was a much better... Now that they've had more time to develop it, I think this was a much better Sea of Thieves trailer. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I yep. think it made it look a lot more fun than it did last year. Sea of Thieves showed much better. It yeah. showed much better. Um, Metro. Um, Metro with, with Rat, Rat Punch looks... And the giant bear creature. I, I'm I'm definitely anxious to see more of that because I want to see if it will be a Fallout contender. Mm -hmm. If it will have kind of the crafting system yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. Metro is one of those series I've wanted to get into. I just haven't yet. Yep. And then so. I want to see what uh, the Artful Escape uh, Trip and Balls Edition actually oh, is someday. I want to know what it is. Is that going to be? Do we think that's going to be the next Cuphead? Well, what about, is it for five years? Yeah, we're just here when about it's now damn and then well ready. Yeah, oh uh, you know what? I'm surprised we didn't see anything from that kind of stole the show last year. Was oh, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. The Bioshock looking one, the happy, we happy few. That's oh, all right. It's out. It was in early access, but yeah, you know, is I mean they could have given another. I'm, I'm just surprised. You know, for the big surprise that it was last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, to say like, well, where is this game now? Um, <laughs> Production hell. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Let's get to your your scores before we get to our callers here. What are you what are you grading this conference? You know, shortly thereafter it. Um, I'm gonna have to go with an A. I thought it was an incredibly strong conference. Nothing about it made me want to go out and buy an Xbox One X. Not like that didn't hit me. But the games they showed were fantastic. Um, Dragon Ball. I know even the non console exclusives. That looks there are so many. Ori. You have the Crackdown. Looks fantastic. I always love Terry Crews. The announcement of um, last night, Artful Escape, they had a lot of really cool things that they announced, and it, it they didn't they didn't fill the conference with talk. Yes. Mm, yeah. It was yeah. very good. In the pacing was very well done. It was just game, 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 game. Little talk. Game, 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 game. Some demos went on a little longer, but otherwise, yeah, I, I loved seeing trailer after. It trailer. was very yeah. good. So yeah. I have to give it an A. I thought it was yeah. a very, very. It it was a, it was definitely one of the best Xbox trailer or conferences I've seen in the past few years. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm also gonna give it an A. I think Phil Spencer has officially righted the ship. Um, for the previous Xbox failures, and people said they want games, they got blasted in the face with games. He, like Scott said, he was maybe mm -hmm. on stage four times, five times, explaining mm -hmm. stuff. Um, so I'm also going to give it an A. Mm -hmm. uh, content great, uh, just enough talk about the Xbox One X. They didn't kill it, and uh, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, leaving it happy. So I'll be a bit of a contrarian. I'll say an A minus, and here's why. The one flaw I found with the show is, yes, you're relying on the mm -hmm. third-party partnerships, but your first-party portfolio is still super weak. And, like, I don't know how you don't address that. The three yeah. games we were looking at going in were, you know, Crackdown 3, mm -hmm. State of Decay 2, yep. and Sea of Thieves. Two of them are still vague launch windows for early 2018. It is surprising there isn't a big 2017 title. Yeah. It seems like you'll okay, you'll have Forza, Forza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there doesn't seem to be that big Microsoft exclusive. 
mm-hmm. for the, for the, like the holiday. I, I was I was that surprised. I yeah, no. I was surprised personally to see no Halo, like not even a little tease. I think I think if you ended mm-hmm. with that as like with the last game they show, I think that would have been a, a solid mm-hmm. way to go out. Um, I yeah, I, I love the presentation. I think Microsoft's nailed it the past few years as far as learning what an E3 pacing should be. I yep. think we'll be interested to mm-hmm. see how Sony yeah. has taken last year and where they go from there, who have kind of seemed to be the masters of, we're coming to play at E3. Uh, but Microsoft did an excellent job. Yep. Yeah. I'm just very concerned for the future of their first-party studios and where those games are at. So yeah. that's my only my only real gripe. But we are curious what you have to say. So when we come back, we will get to the callers. Let us know what you think, and we will also be interested if you have any other opinions compared to what someone else has to say. We'd love to hear that, too. (laughs) That will be when we come back here on The Power Switch. Welcome back to The Power Switch. Talking about Microsoft at E3 2017, and that's right, we have our E3 yes or no questions here. Of course, joined by Scott White and Greg Montique from DashingNerds.com. Thank you guys. Yeah, Dashing Nerds. Check out that shirt merch. I need to get something going on that front. Uh, but yeah, we had 10 E3 yes or no questions from Microsoft. I want to kind of run through them quickly. Where do we stand right now? Some of them were answered about, uh, asked about the conference, and so they can be definitively answered, but some of them we have to maybe wait until the end of E3 to say... For sure. Uh, so Project Scorpio receives both its final name and its specific release date. It ding, does. Ding, 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 ding. Project Scorpio has a price announced that is under 551 US dollars. It did. Ding, 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 ding. ding. yes. Halo game or remake is revealed. Uh, no, just, just no, 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 no Halo. Not at all. Two of three get specific release dates. Crackdown 3, Sea of Thieves, State of the K2. No. Mm, no, 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 no. Crackdown 3 was specific, but see if these in State of Decay 2 early 2018 or spring 2018. Yep. Racing game specifically titled Forza Motorsport 7 is announced. Yes. Ding, ding, yes. Ding, 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 ding. A brand new first party IP is announced. I yeah. don't think so, but it doesn't say during the conference, so maybe yeah. they get something stealth announced on uh, like a YouTube E3 or mm-hmm. uh, Twitch's show. Maybe something gets stealth announced there, but. As of now, I'm going to say no. It may take some more research, though. Cuphead or Below has a trailer shown. Yes, ding, ding. Cuphead. Yes. yes. Micro- uh, Minecraft has its own dedicated segment of in the conference. Course. Yes, yep. it does. Yes, it did. Virtual or augmented reality is mentioned. No, no. Not mentioned during the conference. And Phil Spencer changes his shirt during the course of the show. His lowest layered shirt. He did not. Nope. No. That player, player one, one shirt he, like, he, stayed he wants to be player right one. there. So, he is player one in my heart. Oh, <laughs> man crush. So, lots of going through there. Hopefully you did well. We'll tally everything up at the end of E3 and hopefully the winner gets to be able to join us on our post E3 show. But let's get to the callers here. Looking forward to hearing what you think about Microsoft. Joining us from Texas, Jesse, welcome back to the Power Switch. It's good to be back as usual. Yes, it is. Thank you for calling in. Uh, what did you have on your mind in particular about Microsoft? Well, I'm going to get to that in just a second. First of all, I want to say, like I said last time, I mainly just come here to watch the shit, and I did see the shit, <laughs> so I was pretty happy. It was kind of some, some good shit, I guess. I mean, yeah. we were talking yeah. yesterday during yeah, EA about shit. you know kind of the flaws, but I mean, it was a pretty solid, solid. ship. It's good. Because oh, it was yeah, like, talking. It had goofy, stupid moments like that fucking car, but 
Yeah, yeah, the uh, the shouting guy, the, mm-hmm. yeah, the esports guy was kind of unusual. That was that was awkward. I'll give it that. But all in all, it was a good conference. This was Microsoft is continuing to get stronger with their E3 conferences. So my main topic was Xbox is finally starting to embrace stylized graphics in their games. And I mean, I know they've always had some of those out there, but it feels like it's starting to become more focused on now. I have this problem with these games that come out at every E3 that look like an attempt at photorealistic graphics. And I know they're probably more enjoyable when you actually play them, but for me, it's always felt like I just couldn't appreciate them. It just felt like I don't see anything drawing me in here. What are a couple titles that really stand out as far as, you know, that sort of stylized look that you like? I'm seeing stuff like, uh, well, I mean, Cuphead looks gorgeous. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What was the one with the guitar? Oh, uh, that was uh, the Artful, Artful Escape. Escape. That looked really cool. That was, I was bad, yeah. I wasn't digging that at first, but then it just blew my mind. Yeah, and then the last and, night right before it yeah. was the, the pixel art one. Yeah, that's neat too. And the Dragon Ball game was just... I never just so badly wanted to play one at this one. Or it looks like the Dragon Ball game that we've been waiting for. It does look like the perfect, perfect. Yeah. Are you a fan game. of the Guilty Gear series, Jesse? I've never actually played them, but I can't imagine I dislike them. Um, I would definitely highly recommend trying out Guilty Gear Xrd. Uh, it's using the same engine that Dragon Ball Fighters is going to be using, done by the same developer. So try that out, and you'll definitely get. I think you'll get a good idea of what you'll be in for. Plus, it's a fantastic, fantastic fighting game. Two D, two point five D fighters. So, right. I'll think about that. I'll look into that. But yeah, I mean, I even think uh, Crackdown 3 was an interesting one where that one, I'm, I gotta compare it back to what it looked like a few years ago when it was first announced, talking about the cloud computing, but yeah, it kind of keeps mm-hmm. like this cel-shaded look, and so even with something like that, um, could have done, I think, with more, you know, city destruction, building explosions, things like that, mm-hmm. but uh, when, you're, you know, when you're talking style, I think, you know, Crackdown also comes to mind as far as the style is maybe cel-shaded yeah. look. Yeah, and I think a lot of a lot of the other random little stuff they announced today, none of it, I mean, very, very little of it tried to go photorealistic. Everything mm. went more right. cartoony or cel-shaded or blocky. or. But you could easily do when you're talking about all that power. Yeah, absolutely. And, and granted, you know, mm-hmm. some of the third parties, I mean, you know, Middle Earth, Shadow of War. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> emphasis on that. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, like that, trying to go for the, the photorealism, but mm-hmm. that's, you know, third party and partnership and things like that, so... In the same regard, though, a lot of the 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 more stylized art styled games are the third parties and not yeah. so much yeah. the first party. Mm-hmm. The first party, your Gears of War, your Halo, things like that. Gears of War slightly stylized proportions, but overall still very photorealistic. Photorealistic. Your Halo, your things like that. It's usually been the third parties that have really pushed forward yeah. the um, the stylized look to it, just because it's cheaper to do more of a stylized look than yeah. photorealistic everything so when you're talking artistic style i mean ori yeah, yeah. ori is like drooling oh, yeah. of artistic style yeah. so that, that's they're perfect examples why you don't and they age so much better yeah. than yeah. photorealist when yeah. you try and do that so i'm all for the stylized yeah like the photorealistic game of the past just look they've aged so much worse than mm-hmm Say like your Wind Wakers and your, well, pretty much everything that wasn't photorealistic. I will say though that one game that was photorealistic that I was completely digging was that for the trailer. 
That oh, yeah. looked so good to me. That's Forza, man. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting to see them kind of almost like take the reins of while Gran Turismo mm -hmm. keeps spinning their wheels <laughs> in development, stuff, I guess. Uh, it's like, you know, Forza with, you know, releases each and every year alternating between mm -hmm. Motorsport and Horizon, like, like I say, grabbing by the car industry by the balls. I mean, to... Well, you no, know, with Project Cars and stuff coming around, too, Gran Turismo's being left in the... Literally Literal left in dust. the dust, yeah. you know? Yeah, and it's not even going to be a, a numbered installment yeah. with, with Sport. Uh, to have, you know... My brother's a big fan of, of cars and all that, and Porsche's his favorite mm -hmm. car make. But you know, to see to see a car reveal yeah. at a, a video game conference, it's like whoa! Like that really shows you like the Got kind of pull. emphasis there. So yeah, it excels at both. And you know, Forza was one that they were showing you know back in the Project Scorpio days. They were saying like, well, here's the the Forza engine in 4K running on yeah. Scorpio tech. Yep. Uh, so we knew that was going to look gorgeous. Um, so. Yeah, that was really impressive. But yeah, Microsoft is starting to really, you know, I think flesh out, you know, games. Like you mm -hmm. can't say Xbox One doesn't have any games anymore. Uh, you know, as I said, you know, first party. I think we can worry a little bit. You for know, now. When, for now, uh, there, there's still, I'm sure, games in development, but uh, really relying on third parties this mm -hmm. year. And so that'll be interesting to compare and contrast when Sony has their worldwide studio palette. You know, tomorrow. Considering the theme of today's conference, I'm surprised they didn't change the spelling of exclusive to drop the E. <laughs> exclusive with extra power. It is extreme. Unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of people exclusive. are stupid and they would just immediately assume those are all Xbox or Xbox One X exclusives. <laughs> yeah. If or, they wanted to worry about that, they wouldn't have called it the Xbox One X. Do you hear the Ubisoft guy who was like, X-Bone X? <laughs> <laughs> oh, kind of like stumbling over, stumbling over the words. Oh boy, should be we'll never die. called the Xbonics. <laughs> like Bionicle, almost a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Oh boy. Or, no, it's like the Rock Snake Pokemon. Oh yeah, Onyx. <laughs> well, Jesse, thank you so much for calling in. Really appreciate the time. Uh, anything you'd like to plug in particular before you go? Nah, nothing new today. So I'm, I'm pretty chill today. Alright. Well, sounds good. Thank you for calling in, and uh, have a great rest of your E3. You too. See you then. Joining us from New Jersey, Matt, welcome back to the Power Switch. Hey, hey. Hey, welcome back to the show. Microsoft today, what do you have in mind? So, uh, two years ago, when the PC gaming show first started, there was one, exactly one interesting thing that happened. Phil Spencer came on to the PC gaming show and said that Microsoft is committed to uh, providing games not only for Xbox, but also for their Windows platform. Mm -hmm. And as someone who primarily, uh, aside from Nintendo, likes gaming on PC, uh, favoring it over Xbox or uh, PlayStation, that was a very interesting thing to me. Uh, and I was very skeptical of it as well. Uh, but seeing the conference today and seeing pretty much every exclusive promise to be both Xbox and Windows 10. And that that is kind of like the, the, the promise that Phil Spencer made two years ago is coming true. And every single one of their big franchises, except for Halo, is, you know, has its next game coming to PC. And Halo, that's okay because the new trilogy is terrible. So <laughs> with... And it hasn't been announced yet. Yes. So with all that happening, it's it's really cool seeing that you know the PC gaming Windows has a first-party developer now, 
um, because there was there was no developer that we could look to for a long time and say they are the the PC developer. Yeah. Um, we had that a, uh, a long time ago with Valve, but it must be stressed that was a long time yeah. ago a long, because Valve doesn't. Long the galaxy time far, ago. far away. Valve doesn't make games anymore. They've been it's, working on Half Life Three. <laughs> whatever. You believe. You believe. Regarding three, they allegedly have three VR games in development. <laughs> That'll never be released. We'll see if they're just nope. like experiences. Like how how game are they actually like? Yeah. So with this conference, I f I feel very good about you know their commitment to PC gaming now, and I'm very excited to see these these big games, these big franchises that I've been that I've kind of missed out on in the past you know, coming to the Windows platform. And I think that it's good for Microsoft to have taken advantage of that because it is still their platform one way or another. They still have a lot to gain from it. Yeah. And I think it's great that if you like Microsoft games, there are there are two options for you. There are their consoles and then there is PC. If you if you simply like consoles and you just like having a console better than uh, having to think about putting a PC together, then you have the Xbox. If if you are a PC gamer and you are 100% into having your own system that you built yourself and works great be with the way you want it to, you still have those games and they'll, they'll be the same as your console friends are playing, yeah. even if you, you can't necessarily play with them, which I don't know if that's a hurdle we'll ever cross. But it's, it's really, really good to see that that is coming to fruition. Yeah, it's a specialized, mm -hmm. personalized approach in that for sure. Uh, but I think as a result, you know, it's going to struggle at least on the external front of you know decreased appearing sales for Xbox perhaps when you have you know everyone going to PlayStation if they choose that brand let's say mm -hmm. you, everyone's going to PlayStation 4 and, and that is exactly where you can play PlayStation games now maybe Microsoft can look at the business and say well we, we sell you know great units on PC and Xbox mm -hmm. combined but if you just look at the Xbox console sales like that may seem like a comparison and the difference there um but then i would say it's no coincidence that microsoft stopped reporting sales of the xbox one a couple oh, years of course ago. yeah they don't want to yeah. keep showing that they're they're you know second but fiddle behind. um but that's going to be interesting when people make those comparisons and it, it you know fuels the console war and i haven't yeah. seen the twitter reaction yet like how people are really taking the the 499 price point but yeah that all goes back to the marketing and and you know, is there a real need for Xbox One X, like, or is it just you know the, the narrow focus of you know the 4K TV people, the people who are mm -hmm. you know hardcore into games, who you know want the biggest and best, no matter what they care about graphics, but don't want to worry about a PC. That just want the the consistency in consoles. Don't have to worry about updating drivers and yeah. things like that. I think it even goes as far as to the even the people with just a laptop and they're not PC gamers, but I'm excited to see how many of these will be announced as play anywhere titles. Mm -hmm. Where I can play on my Xbox and then if I'm at someone's house or I'm out at a Starbucks somewhere and I have my laptop with me, I can continue my game. Yeah. Um so it's not just them making stuff for Xbox and it mm -hmm. also being on PC, it's them connecting the two. Right. Does the Xbox anywhere program <coughs> does that work with physical copies too or just digital? I think it's just through the Windows Store, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so digital. it's been digital so far. Um, okay. So if you download the game, you also get the code for it for the Windows Store, and then you download both, and your files go across. Your okay, save, so your you saves are all cloud. You store. don't get like a card or something if you get uh, physical or something. Uh, not that I've seen so far. Okay, hmm. they could do it though. Good. 
So, Matt, I take it then, you know, with a PC then, like, I mean, does the Scorpio, you know, are, are, I guess, are you, I'm not necessarily saying interested in buying it because you seem pretty set with PC, um, but, you know, where do you think, you know, Scorpio, Xbox One X, got to get used to that yeah. change, uh, you know, on price and all that, like, where do you think it's it's standing in the market? I see, I see people saying that it's 500 next to the PlayStation 4s, uh, the PS4 Pro's, what was it, 400 now? I think so, yeah. 400 or 450. 400. Um, which I think is an unfair comparison because it is. Sony has two platforms in the PS4 and the PS4 Pro, uh, whereas Microsoft has three with the Xbox One, Xbox One S, and Xbox One X. Well, I don't um, think they sell the original Xbox One anymore. Yeah. Do they not? The, I think they phase that out. I think out it's just Xbox S, One yeah. S now. <clears throat> okay, well, I would say they have a leg up on Sony then um, because now their base model, which is still the original you know, low-end price yeah. is at a higher point than Sony's baseline, which is, again, it's it's same price. Um, so I would say that they're they're in an advantageous position. Yeah, there's no um, competition for the X right now. And it'll be interesting to no. see. I mean... It's going to be yeah. interesting to see how they try and market <clears throat> the X and its features compared to PlayStation 4 Pros to the... To the holiday market, the families or whatever mm, that are looking mm. to buy the system. Yeah. Because to general person or a mom or dad going in looking for a system, they'll see, okay, we have a 4K TV. Which but which system should we buy? Okay, so the Xbox One has six teraflops and all this with the memory and everything. That won't train. That won't really make that sense to yeah. a I don't common think that's consumer. What they're going for though. No, I'm just talking about for the holiday. How will they market it? Yeah. To I, the common consumer, yeah. both the all, PlayStation all for marketing, 4 Pro all, and the Xbox One does 4K, and it'll, it's <laughs> better systems and things like that. If you start throwing teraflops and megabytes and RAM and all these, I think you'll turn off, even though I completely agree that the Xbox One X is superior in tech specs and everything like that, I'm curious to see if at the holiday season to the average consumer looking to go and buy a new system for their kid and they have a 4K TV, will they only see the price? And I think it doesn't matter at that point because yeah. you have the S to say, holiday bundle for $200, yep. Yep. works on a 4K TV, plays all the games just fine. Does 4K yep. Blu-rays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. the, the, the Xbox One S does have baseline parity with the PS4 Pro, yeah. which is mm -hmm. something that um, I think any anyone that says like they're making a, a poor move with the price isn't looking at. It's not uh, Xbox One X versus PS4 Pro. It's no. Xbox One S versus PS4 Pro, and that is a a big point of favor that Microsoft has. Yeah, true. it's 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 to their advantage. Yeah. It'll be very interesting to see like how that actually plays out. Like how many people actually get on board mm -hmm. uh, of for Scorpio, and you know, there's talk of you know, you know, development accelerating in the next several years mm -hmm. very quickly. And like, how quickly do we get to that breaking point? Like, can the competition catch up with Sony? Um, you know, and then where does Nintendo? Does Nintendo just hold you know flat with a Switch and just bank on the, bank on the portability there for what they have to do? So uh, it it does make for a very interesting gaming industry for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it's when you when you see those two boxes mm -hmm. at first start going more PC like, we can kind of see it. You know, see where the trend was going for sure. Yeah. And I hope it works out for them too, because the industry is better than when we have 
True strong story. competition. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, True story. I, no one should be looking at Microsoft, especially Sony fans. No one should be looking at Microsoft and saying that I, I hope this goes poorly because when competition is, is better for consumers. Yeah. But they always will. <laughs> they always will. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to the see. The war will never stop raging. <laughs> see those fanboy wars online, I'm sure, over the next few days. Well, Matt, thank you so much for your insight and for calling in. Anything you'd like to plug in particular today? I never have anything to plug. I always make up something at the last second. Keep playing Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, it's still the, free, it's still the uh, double XP weekend. There you go. Well, appreciate the time, and have a great rest of your E3. Thank you. You too. Joining us from North Carolina, Damone, welcome back to the Power Switch. Uh, I feel welcome. Thank you very much. Absolutely. What would you like to talk about today with Microsoft at E3 2017? I'd like to talk about, first off, before I get going, um, I did like the conflict. Uh, I might lowball it with you guys, Grace, and give it about a B plus, but it was very enjoyable for me. But um, I would like to talk about Microsoft's exclusives, quote unquote, versus exclusives um, mm-hmm. I mean quite frankly there were quite a few of them but um, the exclusives they showed off were either available on PC which can be problematic if you're like if you're kind of a, a, a hardcore gamer you know and you play on console and PC you know if that's what you do you there's no reason to get an Xbox like one or X gonna give it to you <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, because you could just go PS4, PC, and Switch, I suppose, um, and have all of gaming. But on the flip side, uh, the, I, I was really hoping we'd get like a big sort of first party, but if not first party, the third party, like, you know, dedicated sort of single player exclusive type game. Like, I wanted to see Xbox's rival to Zelda Breath of the Wild. Like, mm. you know, over on PS4, they have Horizon, which, I, don't get me wrong, it's a great game. I'm I, super jealous because I don't have a PS4 that I'm not able to play that game. But one day. But, I'll tell you, uh, I'm playing it right now. It's Horizon's awesome. fantastic. It's, it's so good. Horizon's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I believe you guys. But Xbox doesn't have such a game. Like, it doesn't have its own sort of big exclusive single-player experience as Phil Spencer calls them all of their exclusives were quote-unquote service games and I guess maybe I don't know if this is the general session but for me you know that that's really what's gonna draw me in like that's what we're made in this conference in a for me something like that yeah definitely um, it's it's the big argument when they're talking about Windows 10 and you know mm-hmm. blending that into all of their devices and Microsoft worried about losing money from the video games division so they're kind of trying to consolidate everything like that is that is the big argument and it's why I haven't seen the need personally to ex- uh, upgrade from a launch Xbox One uh, it's because and yeah, I know I have PC if I really wanted to I, I have mm-hmm. that and then I'm I'm not so worried on the spec front on console that it's like, if it's at 30 frames, like I'm gonna, you know, have a, right. a big problem with that. Um, so that that is the, the I'm big. I'm missing a frame. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! It's, it's running at 29 instead of 30. <laughs> um, False advertising. Yeah, so I'm I'm not too worried about things like that. But yeah, that is that is the big marketing uh, hurdle, and I wonder, you know, over the next few days at E3 because you know it's. 
E3 is really about, you know, as much as we love the conferences and everything, and that's our take on it, you know, yeah. E3 for the industry is journalists going there and talking yep. to executives and developers mm -hmm. and trying mm -hmm. games, and you're getting that perspective. So when people are talking to Phil Spencer, yeah. bring up the question of, you know, Xbox One X versus PC. I mean, where do you want to go? And he'll give some answer that it's like, well, as long as they're playing games on a Microsoft yep. platform, you know, we'll we'll be happy, we're just fine with that. You know, so I, I really wonder what you know the the uh, you know the not PR speak is like the real mm. talk with that. That's that is really interesting to think yeah. about. I mean, I guess Microsoft could like say, of course, publicly. Uh, so when when you play on PC or Xbox or on the Xbox family, quote unquote. You know, we're just glad you're playing games, but um, I, I don't know. If you, I feel like you're spending a lot of money on X, Bone X. Um, <laughs> so uh, you, you really want people purchasing that. You're going to lose money if people don't. Um, but the thing is, you know, who do you sell it to? You sell it to uh, you sell it to the casual game. No, no, this no is in a, this yeah. is a premium product. This is not for casual. Yeah. yeah, you sell it to someone who already has an Xbox. I don't see how you do that. Yes, there's no, me. There's no. You sell it to difference. someone who recently got a 4K TV, has a launch Xbox One, and cares a lot about games, and yeah. wants a new toy for his 4K TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that's the primary group that you look for, but I feel like that's relatively limited. I quite happy with my Xbox One S and I don't have a 4K TV and no intention of buying one anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So I don't see how this would serve my needs or how I mean, if you have a PS4 you're probably like a, a Sony head all the way. But how do you convince them to uh, to come to your side? It's just I feel like they're like you said, you're, you're marketing towards people that you know probably have an early Xbox and now have a 4K TV Mm -hmm. and really want to pull out the power of that thing and have the money to upgrade to uh, a new toy, as you said. But that's that's uh, that's not a ton of people in the world. Even if, I mean, even if I fit most of those categories, five hundred dollars is a lot for me. So oh, definitely for sure. I think yeah. it is a niche market that they're kind of targeting. It's yeah. more because. They announced the Scorpio alongside the S last year, mm -hmm. so it, I think the project or Xbox One X targets the people that knew there was a stronger or a bigger system, more powerful system coming out this year. Yep, did not upgrade to a Xbox One S. Mm -hmm. Maybe they didn't have an, a 4K TV at the time. Getting one this year, and are getting are jumping from more the original Xbox One to the X as opposed. To an an S to an, an X, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it is. I do think it's a very small market. Yeah, and I'll also be interested to see how they incorporate their, um, if they try to incorporate mm -hmm. VR as a selling point yeah. eventually. They they have to. I mean, with yeah. something that powerful, they've got to. Yeah. Because if yeah, okay. Right now, you look at the S and you look at the X, and mm -hmm. you say, well, this one does 4K gaming, but I don't have a 4K TV, so. I mean, I'm not going to go spend the money. I might just go from my old console to an S. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But 
if as soon as they go, oh well, here is our VR unit with our controls, and look look at what you can play on the the X that you can't do on the S. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to become a, a a larger selling point to people that want to do virtual reality yeah. and don't have the means to do it. For sure, that, that is very interesting. That. Yeah, and I I like what Microsoft is doing, kind of trying to diversify their Xbox One platform and give. Mm-hmm. Those kind of tiered options, yeah, right. but I, I wonder what it's like for developers. And it's always the hurdle, of like, you know, you have PlayStation, you have Xbox, yep. you know, to kind of optimize their game for both of those. Well, now you have a couple Xboxes and you have a couple Playstations, yeah. and when you keep adding the SKUs, it right. it complicates the job. And I wonder. How much of a hurdle that and, is and, for devs. And you'll uh, only hear from the devs that like it. Yeah. Because I've heard yeah. quite a few devs that are like, we love the the what, Scorpio mm-hmm. at the time, but you're not going to hear from the devs that are like, oh my god, this is a development oh, nightmare. It's, it's hell, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I the patches to make, to add the 4K functionality and everything for the yeah. Xbox One X, that's all well and good, but I know there's been issues, at least with on the Sony platform, with patches breaking games and things yeah, like that, yeah. so... Xbox has to be very careful, careful with with those that they don't run into the same issues. Yeah, I feel like development is going to have to kind of like fundamentally shift like its sort of like gears at this point. Um, no pun intended, <laughs> um, because um, the most efficient thing to do at this point is probably going to like develop it for like a maximum setting PC. Yeah, and then dial it and down, downgrade it from there. And that is that's gonna hurt uh, some smaller developers because you just might not have the manpower to do that all the time. At the same re- time, though, that's where you get a lot of your stylized games from. Yeah, the smaller yeah, developers yeah. that can do that can't do the super photorealistic with Frostbite or Unreal or th- yeah. or things. They make your highly stylized games like um, like the, the Digger night, game or the night the night last night. Right. Mm-hmm. The um the 2D stuff that's where you get a lot of those developers yeah. with Unity and things like it's that. Where their art so. is real simple, but they can go crazy with lighting and they can go and crazy with, with exactly. effects. Yeah. Easy to go up to 4K. Yeah. yeah, right. And you know what? I I completely agree that I didn't think about that just now, but now that you say that, now I'm like kind of really excited because yeah. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate those sort of stylized, you know, not eight million pixels. <laughs> Per pixel, right. yeah, eighty thousand <laughs> polygon character face models. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when Laura Croft had six polygons in her face. <laughs> I like it when her boobs were triangle pyramids. <laughs> Poke your eye out, kid. <laughs> those were the days. Oh man, I can't I miss, wait to eventually see the next Tomb Raider game. Thinking oh, about yeah. that, uh, it all comes full circle. I, mean, I think you know Xbox One X is something to be excited about for the future of the industry. Mm-hmm. Excited, it's, ah, excited. It's so oh, extreme. So many and it's gonna give it to you, but you know it's not for everyone. Uh, no. It's it's you know I guess it's it's good to kind of you know mark that point in the sand. Like here's yeah. where we're we're going. Uh, you know, join you us don't on the journey. need this. Yeah, but but it's there. It's, it's yeah. an option. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll tempt you from the store shelves. Oh, absolutely. But you you want this though. Yep. Very oh, yeah. much want. This. Oh yes. Uh, well, let's let's not kid ourselves. We <laughs> we, we all it. want it, but you know, can we put the money down? It's like yeah. $500 still is like that's still a lot of convincing you have to do to yourself yeah. it's like do I want Xbox or do I want electricity <laughs> I don't want to eat tomorrow yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> ramen noodle diet so you can get your Xbox yeah Damone yeah. knows where it's at <laughs> well Damone thank you so much for calling in uh, anything you'd like to plug in particular 
uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm not super cool out in the real world. <laughs> Living in the well, we appreciate you calling in. Have a great rest of your E3, yes. and uh, yeah, have a good one. Enjoy. You too, man. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone. Thank you for calling yes. in. Uh, before we go here, and you know, we got some dashing nerds here. Yeah. Greg, uh, you know, while we have you here, you know, you mentioned during the the Microsoft conference, and we have those uh, reactions, and we had our pre-show stuff over yeah. at Facebook.com/slash Dashing Nerds if you want to catch. You know the uh, the action there, so that was very you know, fun and a lot of yeah. really interesting feedback. But you mentioned during the Sea of Thieves segment that you are playing the Alpha. You, I you've am. been playing the Alpha. I have been playing the Alpha. So I, I want to ask you, like, what are your experiences with that? Uh, and you know, what did you see here? Um, what I saw here to what the actual Alpha has been is completely night and day. Um, the Alpha, I've done a lot of adventure. You start off, they put you on a four-person crew like they show in the trailers, and you go check the map, and you've got a map, and you map, figure out where you're going, and you get there, and you find the treasure, and go back and bring it back. Mm -hmm. Kind of like what they showed in the in the trailer a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, but the the actual Alpha has been very, was very vanilla. Um, there weren't a lot of features. I couldn't upgrade my person. But it, it still gave me the sense of well, it's got a lot of potential. Mm. And I think what they showed in the trailer today is is where it's headed is very much where it should be headed. Yeah. Um, different ways to mm -hmm. find treasures, different dungeons, different enemies. It's to where in the alpha it's been one or two different enemies. And it's been uh, you're on an island and you get there and you dig and you find it. There's no caves. There's no underwater exploration. No sharks. Yeah. The last iteration they did have a shark, although he didn't try and kill me. Mm. Um, so I'm guessing he's a friendly shark. Maybe. Um, he's a happy he shark. Yeah. He was Bruce. <laughs> um, but it's between there and, and what I've played, the, it looks completely night and day, and it gets me real excited for the future um, for the future demonstrations. But I think you can still sign up for mm -hmm. the Sea of Thieves Insider program. Okay. Um, so if you're not in the alpha yet, uh, just Google Sea of Thieves Insider. Um, it took me two months to get in before yeah. they sent me my invite. Go check that out, yeah. for sure, if um, you're interested. Because I know, you know early on when they first showed it, it's just like, ah, I, I don't know. Uh, but this one had it had a good humor to yeah. it, uh, kind of Simon Pegg like. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, it was good. Or but the commentator. I, I was, I was, yeah, better commentator than the yeah, <laughs> the, the YouTube <laughs> Darwin Project. Uh, yeah. uh, and and the YouTube guy as well. But you know, I, this presentation like got me a little more interested in it. And so yeah. I, I think it, it did a better job here. And mm -hmm. I think it's really it's it's making me happy because Rare, it was such a amazing studio yeah. yeah and then microsoft shackled them and made them work on connect sports for like what seemed like 25 years yeah. in the dark ages. Uh, and, and now they're back and they're making a beautiful pirate mmo and uh i was happy to see customizable ships because i want customizable ships and i was happy to see more than four items on the scrolly wheel um i'm really it's, it's, i'm looking forward to it and i've been Absolutely. playing it it's good and it with that makes it look even better well, that's great to hear. I wanted to kind of get your thoughts while we have you here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, both Scott and Greg, uh, you know, DashingNerds.com, anything you guys like to plug before we, you know, call it a day and, yeah, you know, Greg, get ready it. for prepping for Bethesda tonight. Have anything to plug? <laughs> uh, just our, our website, DashingNerds.com, Facebook.com slash DashingNerds, um, at DashingNerds on Twitter. Uh, we've got Twitch. We've got YouTube videos. Uh, Time yeah. Hops Season 1 is on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so check it out. And we can find you on Twitter at? Uh, at Bringing the Wing. I do hockey analysis and meme generation, basically. Right. That's awesome. So. <laughs> 
Well, thank you for joining us here today. Thanks really, for having really us. Really appreciate for that. The That's part awesome. one, we will be back on Dashing Nerds or Facebook.com slash Dashing Nerds in four hours. Oh my god! <laughs> for the Bethesda conference at tw- midnight Eastern. Followed yeah. by being right back here after oh for boy. another one of these. Yeah, if, if you want to stay up for that, you know, all the more power to you. That's that's pretty awesome. I'm going to start editing this podcast though, so we'll see you tonight. Uh, very very <laughs> we'll late. We'll see you very late. Actually, early tomorrow morning. There you go. We'll see you in the morning. <laughs> all right. So, but thank you for tuning in for the, this Microsoft podcast. A lot of fun and a lot to talk about, and mm, you know, yeah. I'm sure even for the days to come. Cool. So, with that, for Scott White and Greg Montique, I am Peter Spasia. For next time. Switch up, call in, game on.